Hello, and welcome to Self-Sabotaging Sagas. I am your host and unconscious mind expert, Jenea Barnes. Hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Self-Sabotaging Sagas. We are going to talk about, or rather, I am going to talk about, because it is just me today, I'm going to talk about acceptance being the bridge to new possibility. And I'm going to teach you some things about acceptance that you may not have known before. I always hear people say this statement, and yeah, I know you guys have heard it. It is what it is. And people usually say this when they're just, they're irritated about the way something is. They don't like it, but they're like trying to come to terms with it. It is what it is. Fine. That's it. Okay. Ah. And they tell me a lot of times when they use this statement, they tell me that, yeah, I just, I've just, I've got to accept it. I'm, I'm accepting it. Here's the thing. You can tell because it's got all this negative charge around it. When they say it, you can tell they're not really in acceptance. So, well, why do we want to be in acceptance? I'm going to tell you the secret of why you want to be in acceptance. Because all the negative emotions and the chaos that goes on inside goes away. It just becomes neutral. Acceptance is a place of neutrality. It is a place where you are not are no longer fighting against what you do not want. And you might not understand what that means, but that's okay because I'm going to tell you. <laughs> Okay, so often we are fighting because we're trying to make what we don't want to happen not happen. Does that make sense? We're trying to make, or you, if you're not in acceptance, you are trying to make what you don't want to happen not happen. So it could be you don't want to end up on the street because you don't want to lose your job. You don't want to get into a fight with your boyfriend or girlfriend, whatever it might be. But you're fighting against what you don't want. And this is not a place of neutral emotion. This is where people say it is what it is. And they're all huffy puffy about it. This is a place of charge and survival mode. Straight up, this is survival mode. This is where you are like back. You might be backed in a corner. It might be whatever it is, but you're fighting. You don't want this to happen. You're like, that doesn't feel good, does it? Oh, we want to feel good. So here's the thing. We want to get to this place of neutral because when you truly accept something, it just is. I mean, maybe it's not 
your favorite thing in the world. You don't have to love whatever you're accepting. But like, here's the thing. If you're working towards a goal and you're working towards a goal and, and maybe the date, maybe the goal has a date, a deadline, and you get to that and you didn't make the goal. Okay. Well, you could sit here and tell yourself a story about how, well, um, I didn't get the goal. I didn't make the goal because this person did this and that person did that and all this stuff. So you're not really accepting that you didn't make the goal. There's also a piece in there about taking responsibility. But when we accept that you didn't make the goal, when you become neutral about it, okay, all right. Or I lost the race. And it becomes okay. Once it becomes okay, then what happens is your brain starts to think about new possibilities and new things that it wants to create. But it can't do this when it's fighting against either blaming somebody or fighting against what really is. Because there's all negative emotions in there. We talk about emotions, right? Moving from this lower vibration to this higher vibration. And we want to be in the higher vibration. And this is good. This is good because the higher vibration is that place of possibility. But what happens if you're like me when I was younger? I had to spin everything into a positive thing. I had to make everything good, everything joyful, because what was going on inside of me was so dark that to take another step every day, I needed to bend reality to be good. And it is a great superpower to be able to see the good in things. And I do it all the time. And I don't bend reality around it anymore, or at least to the best of my ability. I'm not trying to avoid feeling something that I don't want. So here's a story that kind of illustrates this. And people sometimes use the words toxic positivity around this. Um, uh, we can skip that. We can just call this trying to bypass what is, because here's the thing about acceptance. You can't really get to the positive, higher vibration, the vi or whatever you want to call it, the place of possibility. You can't get there unless you go through neutral first. It's like driving a car for those probably 10% of the people that still know how to drive a stick shift. If you go from first gear, if you want to rev up and like go faster, do more, you've got to go from first gear to neutral and then to second gear. You can't just go from first to second. It's going to, it's a bypass. So what I used to do when I would look for the tiniest little thing that was positive so that I didn't have to face what was really happening, I would just straight up bypass neutral. And the time I can remember very consciously doing this when I was 16 and my stepbrother lost his life in a car accident. And at the time I could not, I felt nothing. 
I would not let myself feel nothing or let myself feel anything. And what I did is I told myself a story that thank goodness this happened, right? Oh man, thank goodness this happened because that driver was drunk on the wrong side of the road and he might have hit a bus full of school children while he was drunk one day. And then a lot of children would have lost their lives. And this is the story I told myself. And this is how I became okay with my brother's death. But here's the thing. I didn't feel anything. I didn't go through neutral. I didn't grieve. I did everything. My unconscious mind did this so quick and so fast to avoid what I didn't want. And what I didn't want was to feel pain. So this is what I used to do. I used to bend reality or make up a story uh, to avoid pain. And now th this word comes up that I know a lot. It's hot topic these days. Everything, it's like narcissist this, gaslighting this. So I'm going to say straight up, I was gaslighting myself. I was gaslighting myself to avoid feeling negative emotions. And this is the thing. And if, you know, gaslighting is a big topic these days, but here's something that's really important. Most people that gaslight aren't very conscious that they're doing it. They're not doing it on purpose. It is their unconscious mind trying to avoid negative emotions that are rising up inside of them. And so they have to bend reality somehow so that they don't ever have to face those emotions. Now, say for me, when I did this, I did it to myself and for myself, I didn't, it didn't really affect other people, but other people will switch it and make it your fault. You know, they might feel the emotions rising up and they'll turn it around and make it your fault. And if it's your fault, then they don't actually have to feel the emotions. So it is a way to bypass what's actually happening happening, a way to bypass accepting that they have a negative emotion. And our emotions are meant to be felt. And lots of us avoid that. And that's okay. We can grow and we can learn. We can move past that. Here's another story I want to tell you. I once did an exercise in a workshop and it's like um i don't know but basically what you have to do is there are parameters of the story there's only four people that get to survive and everybody else has to plead their case why they should be the one to live and the situation was very clear, right? I mean, I know it's an exercise and not real and in, in actual reality, but I remember when they said, okay, these four people are going to get to go to safety. And that's the only possible way to go to safety. There's no other possibility, no other way. So my brain automatically said, Wait, there has to be another way. I will figure out another way. And 
you know, here we are. This is a made up scenario. It's an exercise. So the rules are finite. There is no other way. And I was like all up in a tizzy trying to figure out like there has to be a way around this. I have to mind around this. And then I finally came to this place of acceptance. I was like, oh, this is, this is the way it is. And if I want to be one of those four people that get to survive, I am going to have to make a case for myself. So that's the thing. Because before when I was all like looking for the other way and this is something that was hardwired into me when I was really little through kind of a traumatic experience. It was like always having to find the other way because um, what was told to me was not going to be, it, it failed. And so I always was looking for the other way. And so I did that. But in that thing, I was not in acceptance of what the rules of the game were. And I was up in all this emotion. And when finally I accepted, oh, this is the way it is for real. Then I was able to take a breath and plead my case of why I got to be one of the people to survive. And I'm still here. So I definitely survived. <laughs> so when we're talking about going from acceptance, from what we don't want to acceptance to new possibility, here's the thing. We're down in this lower place. We're fighting against what we don't want. We don't want, um, maybe we don't, oh, this is a really good one. We don't want to, maybe we don't like our body and we don't want to be fat. And so we're thinking about, we're doing all these things. We're exercising, we're doing this, we're doing that because we don't want to be fat. And maybe we have a good body, but in our mind, we're still like fighting, fighting, fighting constantly because we don't want to be fat. We're eating the healthy foods, we're exercising, we're doing all the right things because we are trying to avoid what we don't want. And this is survival mode, you guys. It's a survival mode. And then when you come to this place of accepting your body, just really accepting it, it becomes neutral. And then when you go from that place of fighting against what you don't want to that place of neutral, it opens up a lot of space and a lot of energy. And then you can begin to actually want to feed your body good food because it makes you feel good. You can want to exercise because it makes you happy, right? These are things that you ultimately want. You're not trying to fight against getting fat, which is what you don't want. You're trying to feel happy, feel all of these good things you've got to go through neutral first. You've got to come to that place of acceptance first. When you do your affirmations, I am abundant. I am worthy. It's a bypass. You've got to go through the neutral point of realizing, hey, you might be broke as shit. And that's okay. And when you get to that place that you're like, oh, I'm broke. And it's okay because I'm alive. 
And when you can even find gratitude in there, and you feel like, well, I'm alive. I might just be eating rice and beans, but I've got some food and I'm broke. Okay. I sometimes wonder if the gurus that do these vows of poverty and the monks and all of that, if that's a big piece, if it's this place about coming to acceptance, if you accept that you're just going to be poor or take that vow of poverty, you're going to become at peace with being in that place. And that, my friends, is the bridge to being able to create something new. Think about that. So if you are at peace with your financial situation, even if it's not the greatest, take a breath. Notice how much more space there is. You might just right now, you might just be imagining that. But I know how much energy you've been using to fight against what you don't want to happen. And then when you have that space, it's kind of like magic. New things start to pop through your head about what could be possible. I want to share another experience a relationship experience, right? Here's a big place where we have terrible acceptance. We're like, okay, I want him to be more loving. I want him to be more giving. I want him to hold my hand. I want him to do all these things. Or she, I want her to stop nagging me. Da, da, la, la, la. All of this stuff. Ooh, the nagging one. Let's play with that one. I want, I want my partner to stop nagging me. And when you're in that place of things are not the way you want them to be, well, I mean, how, what does this create in the relationship? Oh, you get frustrated. You're annoyed because they're nagging you. And they're annoyed because you're not listening, because you're tuning them out, because you don't want to be nagged, because that's what you don't want. So you're trying to avoid, maybe you're just hiding or maybe or maybe you're the hyper like person that does all the things so that they can't find anything wrong and then they won't nag you whatever it might be you are still fighting against what you don't want now if you chose got to this place of choosing that your partner might be a nag and if you become okay with that, I mean, you don't have to love it. You don't have to be like, oh, I'm going to add a whole bunch more naggy people in my life. But you become okay with it. And you stop fighting against it. Chances are the nagging will probably go way down. And you might see a new way to communicate. Because you're no longer fighting with them, you might be able to finally sit down and say, hey, you know what, I really want to have a conversation with you because this is not productive, right? Notice the change in language from um, things that you don't want to something that you do want. This is not productive. So let's move towards maybe we can come up with a solution together of what it is that you really want done, what's really important to you. 
again, more positive language. What's really important to you? And so you begin to notice the shifts and you'll notice this in your language. You'll notice when you've gone through that bridge of neutrality, that bridge of acceptance, because your language is going to change. Your language, you're going to stop saying things like, I'm not feeling resentment. I'm not feeling like I need to control him anymore. I'm not feeling like I'm, I don't know, um, hating my body anymore. Okay. So we want you to notice whenever I said one of those things, I'm not feeling like I need to control him. What happens in your mind? You are picturing controlling somebody. I'm not hating my body anymore. You are picturing hating your body. In fact, the emotions might also come up. Your unconscious mind wants to help you get what you want but it only has the images you flash through your mind to go on. It does not understand the word not. I'll give you a really good example of this. Don't let the baby fall down the stairs. What just happened in your brain? You pictured in your brain the baby falling down the stairs. Now, if I say, keep the baby on the landing, your brain has a new thing. It's the baby's on the landing safe and it feels good. Notice the shift in your body. So when you are talking about the things that you don't want and you're saying the words of the things you don't want, I don't feel resentment anymore. I don't hate my body. I am... I don't know. I can't think of something right now, but you get the idea. You're talking about, oh, I don't want to end up on the street. All those things, you're flashing those things through your brain and your brain, your unconscious mind is like, oh, that's what she wants. I'm going to help her get that because I don't understand the not. I just go off the images and the feelings that flash through the mind. <laughs> So when you know that you've gone through acceptance, you'll notice a shift in your language. You'll talk about how, oh, we're getting along so well. We are um, feeling so good about my body. Or I am having really productive conversations with my boss. Things like that, instead of saying, oh, I'm not hating my body anymore, or it is what it is. All right, circle back to that beginning. I want to share one more story about acceptance. And this was a really big one for me. And it's a big lesson for a lot of people. There are many layers in it. I used to be in a relationship of somebody that was really not happy. And it was very difficult for me because I wanted to fix him, which, you know, it's funny. Those of us that if you've ever been a fixer in your life, 
you know, you're just like, oh, I got to fix it. I got to fix it. I got to fix it. And what it does is it ha it has the other person feeling like there's something wrong with them. I mean, if somebody's constantly trying to fix you, wouldn't you feel like there might be something wrong with you? Well, I mean, that's a side note of what I was probably creating. So I was trying to fix him, trying to help him, trying to have him be better, feel better, all of those things. But here's the thing. I was doing that from a place around what I didn't want. I didn't want him to feel bad. I didn't want him to feel terrible. And honestly, like I thought my, I thought at the time that if he felt terrible, that I had to feel terrible. And I was really trying to avoid feeling terrible. And I was just fighting against all of the things that I didn't want. If I could just, whatever it is, if I can just make him feel better, it's going to shift everything, right? Well, here's the thing. He didn't want to participate. And me trying to fix him was not helping the situation. But he didn't want to participate. And that's okay. And when I finally came to acceptance of that, it changed everything for me. I would work so hard to be happy and put on like a good face every time I saw him, every time I talked to him. And he would drag me down. But there was one day when I woke up and something had shifted. I knew something had shifted. And it was like this light bulb. Often that place of acceptance is a light bulb. It's like, I can be happy even if he is not. And that came because I finally accepted that he was not happy and he was not participating and there was nothing I could do to make him happy, that it was up to him to make him happy. And so that day when I finally accepted that I couldn't, I couldn't be the one or I wasn't going to be the one to make him happy, that he had to do it and it opened up. All that like fighting against it fell away and it opened up the possibility for me to be happy even if he was not. And so I don't know if any one of you out there have ever been in a relationship like that where their, their mood pulled you down. But I want you to know the place where you come to acceptance that they are just, their, their mood is not your responsibility. When you get to that place of acceptance, then you can be happy. And you can have all the bigger, higher vibrational things that you want, even if they don't. That's a big one. That's one of my favorite places of moving through that place of neutral because I started to get my life back. Like really get my life back. That relationship actually was really great in so many ways. I did so much healing and he was the perfect person for me to learn those lessons. And I am so grateful for that. But we're moving into 
possibilities, bigger possibilities, moving from that place of fighting against what we don't want. When you're in that place of, I don't want this, that's not acceptance. But when you get to the place of acceptance, and you can move past that and you can move into the really good things that you do want. And I'm not talking about the good things like I wanted him to feel better, but I wanted him to feel better because I wanted to feel better and I was feeling bad. So I was fighting against, you know, it sounds good, like the best intentions, but I was fighting against what I didn't want. And I mean, you're, we're all going to lift more people up when we're not in that place of survival mode, when we're not fighting against what we don't want. We're going to be able to lift people up along with us. So if you guys are with all of that, if anybody's struggling with this stuff, being in that survival mode, fighting against what you don't want, if you are struggling to come to a place of peace or you're telling yourself it is what it is and you're talking about and flashing all those negative things through your head, you know, there's something we can do about that. And if you're curious about exploring how to get through that acceptance bridge into the place of new and bigger possibility, you guys can reach out to me and if you want to do some one-on-one -on -one work, uh, we can set that up with a quick phone call to make sure what you're looking to shift is something I can help you with. And you can just DM me if you're having a thing and you have a question or you're curious about any of these things. You can DM me on Facebook at Jenea Barnes Elevate or Instagram at Jenea Barnes or you can book that free call to explore working together. Um, yeah, that's at JeneaBarnes.com. And my name, if you're listening and not looking at the show notes, is spelt like this. G-E-N-E-A and then Barnes, B-A-R-N-E-S.com. Or Geneva without the V. That's an easy way for people to remember to spell it. So if you're struggling with acceptance or you have questions about anything I talked about, please reach out. Don't hesitate. We all want to move through neutral. Get out of that first gear of survival mode. Move through neutral. Put it into second. And then maybe third. Fourth and fifth. Let's go all the way. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening and watching today. And I'm humbled and grateful to be here and to be able to support you all. So thank you. Have a beautiful day, evening, morning, whenever you're watching this. I'll see you later. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of Self-Sabotaging Sagas. If you enjoyed it, please take a moment, give it a rating, pass it along to your friends, follow it. These actions help other people find this podcast, and I, of course, greatly appreciate it. Thanks again, and have a beautiful day.